Hello and welcome to the Write the Book Inside You podcast. Tips, tools and interviews for coaches and healers like you who want to write a non-fiction book to boost your visibility, clients and cash flow while making a difference. I'm your host, Carol Westmore, a multi-published author and energy psychology tapping book coach. Now let's jump into today's episode. book, The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles, Stephen Pressfield writes, I will show you how to identify, defeat and unlock the inner barriers to creativity. Hello, in today's podcast episode, I want to share powerful ways to heal your inner critic which, as far as I know, is one of the main ways you sabotage yourself as a writer and creator. The dreaded inner critic who is part of the process that contributes to writer's block. Powerful ways to spot and heal your inner critic so you can keep writing and creating for your best life. How to spot your inner critic. There's an inner voice that comes up sometimes unbidden and sometimes very loud saying things like, why you? Why now? Who do you think you are? It can be harsh, rude and mean like, for God's sake, go and get a good job. Stop thinking you're a writer. Or it can be sounding like the voice of reason. Come on, you know, there's so many other books written on this topic. What do you think you've got to say that's new? And there's often a black and white quality. It's this way or the highway. There's no room for gray that maybe you could write it and edit it. Or there's no softness to the inner critic. It's harsh and defeating. It says things like, you just aren't ready yet. Do more research. Other times, it attacks first out of nowhere. Someone says something, a critic brings shame to you, and in that minute, you just shrivel up. You will know you're in the presence of the inner critic. A wise part of you can recognize its role is not to destroy you, but to keep you safe from possible harm, rejection, even joy. If your inner critic can succeed in numbing you out, and that's where all the addictions can kick in, which I won't go into here, but you can imagine overeating, drinking, shopping, Facebooking, Twittering. Its intention is to keep you safe, to distract you by putting you back in your so-called comfort zone. And one of the reasons we talk about safety is that maybe in the past, which I'll go into later, this inner voice, this critic was trying to keep you safe and within the norms of the tribe. Once you're numbed out, your critic can feel satisfied that you won't go through some awful pain like being ousted from the tribe from, by your teacher, your family, other people who say, you're no good to be a writer or artist. 30 plus years as a newspaper, magazine, writer and editor have not made me totally immune to the sneaky tactics of the inner critic. It's a many-headed hydra. As the Greek mythology depicted it, it needed Hercules to destroy its heads and allow freedom. 
all my books are proof positive of my own victory to challenge, ignore and overcome my inner critic. One word, one page, one book at a time. And I've got tips and tools that can help you to break free like it did me. Here are my top tips to heal the inner critic. Apply process work with a tool, an energy psychology tool like EFT, tapping and EFT, matrix re-imprinting. The reason I use energy psychology rather than cognitive behavioral tools is because usually, and this brings us to the second tip, our inner child has been shut off from her magical creativity by a voice of a teacher, parent, or sibling. And there are many examples I can give you, like my client whose father was a judge and said, you can't just be a writer. And she went off and became a a, a caterer. But when she came back to her writing, his voice, that inner critical voice of her father, the judge, continued. So that is why I put inner child work and finding and rooting out the actual cause of your inner critic, the actual seeds planted in your early childhood. That is why I include that as one of my top tips. A third way, which is easier, does not require process work, is to take regular exercise. Walking, swimming, yoga, jogging will shift the buildup of stuck energy that often becomes fixated in the voice of the inner critic. Julia Cameron, one of my heroines when it comes to the artist's way and releasing and healing the inner critic, has a saying which I've put up on the wall above my computer. Just write the worst crap ever written, but write. And that is where we need to get clear that writing and editing are two different processes. Do your writing wearing your creativity hat in tune with the muse, allowing your beautiful, intelligent wisdom from within to pour out of you. But do not at that point pause to edit. Only when you have many pages of content, the first draft, do you begin stage two of book writing called the editing. But the important thing is separate the roles of writing and editing. Many writers have rituals because rituals quell anxiety for writers. Now, a ritual can be morning pages. It can be lighting a candle like I do, inviting in my muse. And whatever ritual you have, it can be doing 20 sit-ups. It can be meditating. Your ritual, once a habit, it's one less thing for you to decide before you begin your writing. So when a ritual makes you feel you are being guided or supported by something bigger than yourself, it helps you step up to the plate and really engage with your writing. Turning pro, Stephen Pressfield will banish the inner critic. In the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and in his follow-up book, Turning Pro, you will find what it means to be a pro, to be a writer, and thus banish the inner critic. He says, resistance will cripple, disfigure, and bury you if you don't confront it. And he uses the rather dramatic idea that Hitler 
at one point wanted to be a painter. And Pressfield says it was easier for Hitler, a thwarted painter, to start World War II than it was for him to face a blank square of canvas. And when you think of it like that, you can see how the voice of the inner critic can be destructive to your life and happiness. So what does turning pro mean for you? Finally banish the inner critic. It means you show up every day, you show up no matter what, you stay on the job, you become committed for the long haul, and you see yourself as a warrior. This silences the ego because you begin to see yourself as a channel for ideas from a higher plane of reality, allowing your muse, your angel, or your higher self to bring creativity through you. And what I like about Pressfield is that he recognizes that our best work comes through us, which reminds me of my heroine, Julia Cameron. If you look at all the books she's written about creativity and allowing grace or a spiritual essence to come through you to write, you will remember her quote. She says, it's allowing for grace. Best of all, she says, do your morning pages, artist dates, and she also suggests walking. Julia Cameron calls it being selfish so that you can be self-loving as a creative. I love this quote from Julia. To be an artist, you must learn to let yourself be, she says. Stop getting better. Start appreciating what you are. Do something that simply delights you for no apparent reason. Give in to a little temptation. The self has a few things it selfishly enjoys. And it is dangerous as an artist to ignore these natural affections and predilections. Ask yourself, if I didn't have to do it perfectly, I'd try, I'd write, I'd paint, I'd create. So my best take then is mirror work. If you really want a ritual that will help you say bye-bye in a critic, try looking in the mirror or affirming to yourself in a voice recorder, I love you, Carol. You are a writer. I love you, your name. I commit to expanding your joy and creativity. I love you, Carol. You are worthy of love, success, money, and fun. And if you keep affirming this, that part of you will support and help your embattled a child, inner child or inner creative, to express herself, to express himself in your full potential and thus thwart and say bye-bye to the inner critic. So let me give a quick review here. I have told you, you must learn to spot and then confront your inner critic. It's trying to keep me safe. Remember that, although it seems like a vicious, sometimes a fearful monster, which it is until you realize what set it up to you as in, in your childhood. Remember, it's now trying to keep you safe and from getting hurt, ridiculed, and made to feel stupid, or worse, abandoned by the tribe. So it will rear its tentacles anytime like a hydra for all writers, including myself. But once you find its voice with energy tools like EFT tapping and matrix re-imprinting and root out the seed of 
where it was planted and doing other inner child work, which I, I will share in another video, like other hand drawing and dialogue, which will help you banish the inner critic. Once you do that, you can breathe a sigh of relief and go back to being a creative self, feeling safe. It's that feeling of safety that you need to give your writing creative self to banish the inner critic. So Stephen Pressfield, to remind you what he says in The War of Art and Turning Pro, show up every day. Be a warrior. Resistance will cripple, disfigure and bury you if you don't confront it. Stay on the job and be committed for the long haul. And Julia Cameron, some of my favorite quotes to, for you to remember from her, just write the worst crap ever, but write. I believe that what we want to write wants to be written. Julia also says to write a page at a time, a day at a time. That's the way we must live our writing lives. Credibility lies in the act of writing. And finally, we should write because writing brings clarity and passion to the act of living. Writing is sensual, experiential, grounding. We should write because writing is good for the soul. We should write because writing yields us a body of work, a felt path through the world we live in. So there we have it. Believe in yourself. Repeat often, I am enough. And you will keep writing and creating for your life and the life you love. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Want a free gift to inspire you further on your book writing adventure? My free checklist, five book hook tips to kickstart your book writing journey will help you get clarity on the key essentials to make your book a winner. Download it at writethebookinsideyou.com forward slash free gift. The links are in the show notes. Until next time, a big virtual hug and keep writing.